Greetings, ladies and gents, and welcome to this narration of the web novel Burning Stars, Falling Skies, taken from both HFY and Royal Road. The link to the original will be down below, and as always, I hope that you enjoy. And if you do, please subscribe, like, and comment so that the great algorithm and all its wisdom decides to help grow this channel. Chapter 15 Drums of War What do you mean they think it's a bruise? Bagai thundered, her throat pouches flexing as her tail twitched ominously. Hundreds of our betters are cooling in deep space, their memories unclaimed. And these ancestorless freaks have the nerve to claim that the entire incident was manufactured as some sort of war propaganda. Calm down, sister, Dala still lay on her couch, avoiding eye contact with the hot-headed Bakai. The Marxists are malcontents and radicals. They don't remember the fall of humanity the way we do, so they spin the entire thing into some great hoax. She paused, looking furtively at Threedak reclining on her couch overlooking the meeting. Some even go so far as to call Mother an imperialist for the way that she and Katash went about subduing and surrounding tribes and forcing them to join Lament. Of course I'm an imperialist, Threedak snorted, instantly regretting the action of the influx of air caused her lungs to burn with the need to cough. Quickly, she drank from a pot of soothing herbal tea that had become a constant companion at these meetings. I'm the empress of an empire. I will not apologize for what I have done to drag this race kicking and screaming out of the Stone Age. For as much as the Marxists complain, without me, they would have been eaten by their sisters long ago. Now, Threedak fixed her reproachful gaze on Bakai. The one thing I do promise all my subjects is equal chance. If our empire is to stay strong, it needs to remain a meritocracy. I want my citizens to be judged based on their capability rather than the identity of their mother. Some may start off in a worse position than others because their mothers couldn't provide them with clear and valuable memories. And for those individuals, there is no shame. We have schools and colleges to get them up to speed. I will not suffer anyone, even my daughters, to malign them as ancestorless or freaks. I know, Bakai flopped down on her couch, frowning. Some of my better apprentices aren't from our line. The Marxists, are they just, um... She trailed off. The tail twitched spasmodically. It's not like Threedak didn't know exactly what Bakai was thinking. In the days after the invader attack, Dajdal society came together. Those that had strayed towards the soft lines of bankers and merchants refound their sense of unity. Ship construction and recruitment doubled almost overnight. Then the Marxists issued a broadcast claiming the entire thing was a hoax or a false brag. Almost everyone was offended. The families of the dead even had representative hand-deliver a petition to Threedak, demanding that the government find and punish those who spread such a heinous lie. Still, the Marxist lies didn't go completely unheeded. The dark and conspiratorial segments of Dajtal society were already referring to the Battle of Gabriel as the Great Lie. We all know your eye of us four, Threedak replied, sighing. The Marxists may try and push the myths of our society as an egalitarian, but I don't want your anger to help them. All Dutch toll matter. Even if some are born able to work and help the greater good as a higher level, I don't want anyone using slurs or maligning other Dutch toll for not having me in their family tree. 
Now, I think we've sat about lazily sunning ourselves around this point for long enough. Unracked, Threelak woke her daughter from whatever daydream consumed her. Please update us on the status of the memorial for the Battle of Gabriel. Ah, Penracked cleared her throat, shaking her head slightly, and her eyes refocusing on the well-appointed room and cameras surrounding them. The sculpture is finished, a large, dark monolith for the Ashley Kerning, and inscribed with the names of every Dutch tile that died in her destruction, surrounding it are four smaller pillars, with the names of the dead from the screening vessels. The walkway up to it is made of polished bricks inscribed with the names of all 17,000 Dodge Tile from the convoy that survived due to their sacrifice. A rare smile crossed Pendrack's face. The opening ceremony and song for the memorial had been completed. She continued, One of my better works, honestly. It's just a matter of making a chorus and the orchestra practice them before the ceremony next month. Good, Threedak smiled down at her daughter. Sometimes Penrack worried her. She always had her head in the clouds, focusing on the next project or installation, and rarely interacting with her peers. Of course, her art was very good, but Threedak still wished that she would get out more. Marshal Katash, Threedak's mouth quirked as she turned away from Pinfract. Katash tried to hide behind her stoic demeanor, but Threedak could tell how proud she was of the title. Please update us on the state of the military since the attack. Vakai has made good use of time the invaders have given us. Katash turned from the couch, graspers crossed formally in front of her torso. With the round-the-clock work and sacrifice of our laborers, the Navy has commissioned a new torchship, twelve new screeners and three hundred drones. The new torchship has been commissioned, the Gabriel, and it is in the middle of its shakedown cruise now. In a couple weeks, it should be ready for combat. Speaking of combat, Redak interrupted her daughter. How far along has combat planning against the invaders come? Well, obviously, we have a private briefing after the public one, Katash replied, looking meaningfully at one of the cameras. That said, things are going well. The solar collection panels on the belt have been programmed so that they can use them as a sort of impromptu laser if the invaders try and approach Dodge. Additionally, there are about 28 screening vessels and 400 drones that don't have berths in the home fleet. They are currently slotted for system patrol, and as replacements for anticipated losses. But they could likely fight off a fairly decent-sized attacking force if pressed into service. Our scouts have shown minimal movement on the part of the invaders. She reached forward with a grasper and pressed a button on the table located equidistant from all three Dax daughters. We spotted a total of five torchships located in and around Michael's moon, including the three that attacked the Ashley Kerning. There appears to be a station and orbital elevator over one of the smaller moons that may spend most of the time docked at. The scouts have spotted some sort of city or encampment on the thermals, but other than that, we don't have a whole lot of information. As far as our offensive itself, Katash briefly flashed a toothy grin. Dodger's defenses are already in place. Once Gabriel gets the green light, we'll be ready to begin. The plan is to send the Empress Threedak with six torchships in support. Given the number that we've seen, that should be enough for a comfortable victory. Of course, Katash shrugged ruefully. We can't know for sure. The invader ships are slightly better than ours, and we don't know if they have any more tricks like the Kasaba Howitzer until they pull them out. You may launch when the fleet is ready, 
Redak replied, nodding to her daughters while trying to keep a regal expression on her face internally. She was ready for the offensive to take place as soon as possible. The invaders were both barbaric and dangerous. Even if she didn't want revenge for Laxia, she just wouldn't be comfortable sharing a system with the outposts. Mother, Katash faltered at the second before regaining her usual confidence. I would like to be in command of the Empress Dak. Too much can go wrong with commanding remotely. The time delay prevents me from commanding effectively. Absolutely not, Dak bellowed. Her neck pouch is expanding as she stormed to her feet. Other daughters began whispering excitedly. You are too important to the Empire to risk an expedition. I need you to keep our military and intelligence running smoothly. I think I've already heard this debate, but Guy cut in chuckling during the unification of lament. I recall making the same arguments to you. As I recall, you resisted even waiting until we could craft new metal armor for you. Please, Katasha's voice cracked, perhaps for the first time since her birth, three dacks or a hint of tears and desperation in her daughter's eyes. Captain Lakshia died a hero, but she died far from home. I was helpless to stop it happening to her, but I will not stand by as this happens to yet more of my sisters and daughters. The Empress Threedak is the largest ship produced by the Empire. I will be safe while it's there as possible, but I need to do this. Mother, Dada spoke, her voice quiet and hesitant. I believe that this is the first time Kartash has asked for something in this fashion. In the past, she has advised you or given suggestions. But it sounds to me like she needs this. Plus, her weak smile flashed across her muzzle. If we were going to prove the Moxus wrongs, what better way to show them all that Dodge Dollar committed to the war effort? You did it by leading from the front during the unification of Blement, and now Katash wants to follow in your footsteps. Dallas collapsed back onto her couch, almost quivering from an emotional effort of opposing her mother. Threedak opened her mouth to reply, only to pause. Her daughter spoke the truth. It would be helpful to the Empire if Katash led the fleet, and as far as she could tell, her daughter needed this. Katash had always been a doer. While Bukai and Threedak might butt heads and debate the issue for days, Katash would usually just take charge and accomplish her priorities. Combined with her perfectionist streak, Threedak knew that Katash would think of the Battle of Gabriel as an abject failure. Hundreds of her soldiers had died while Katash was stuck in the Meridian Station, watching their lives get snuffed out one by one on the feed. As much as Threedak wanted to keep her daughters home where it was safe, that was simply impossible. With the invaders in system, everything would be dangerous. If Katash was going to go command her navy, Threedak needed to step aside and let her daughters actually serve in the navy. Given the disparity in the projected task force sizes, keeping Katash home would be worse for her daughter's well-being and psych than the actual small chance of her getting injured in combat. Plus, with both Dallas and Bagai intervening on Katash's behalf, it just wouldn't be right to overrule. Pingrakt almost never voiced her opinion unless it discussed one of her projects, meaning that the chamber was borderline unanimous in its support of Katash. Even Dallas, ever competent but generally unwilling to speak up without Threedak specifically asking her opinion, had spoken in Katasha's favor. Fine, Threedak replied, breaking the long silence while nodding forward to Katash. 
You are the Marshal of the Empire's Armed Forces. If you think that our Navy would be better served by you commanding the front, that should ultimately be your choice to make. I am ordering you to take all steps necessary to minimize the risk to your own life, but beyond that, I only ask for you to exercise your discretion. Thank you, Mother, Katash spoke slowly, not making eye contact with Threedak in an attempt to hide her uncharacteristic flash of emotions. I will make sure that Captain Nexia and her crew are avenged. Good, Threedak smiled, her sharp teeth peeking into view. It is not the way of our people to simply ignore one that has wronged us. We may wait and bide our time, but we always remember. Even if we cannot act against them, we ensure that our daughters carry our memories and resentments. Katash, Threedak continued, you'll be both humanity and Dodgetal's collective sword. Strike true and excise this pocket of the invader's taint from the galaxy. End of chapter and that, uh, my friends, concludes this video. I hope that you enjoyed. If you enjoyed the story, please follow the link down below and let the author know. If you wish to support this channel, you can do all the usual YouTube gumph, like subscribing, following, and more importantly, sharing. All of these things do help the channel grow. If you wish to do more, there are links for donations, Patreon, and channel memberships as well. And until the next time, I hope that you all have a wonderful one. I will see you in the next video. Cheers.